so it was day three at Lakeview. Uh, my camp had just finished a camp time, and we were all in the cafeteria for dinner. I had just sat down, and I was chatting with a couple of the other freshmen in my DG, and suddenly there's this crash. Like, there was a second of unnerving silence. It, it seemed like no one even moved. And then someone screamed. He just collapsed right in the middle of the room. His body landed in his food and his drink was strewn across the floor. Everything was a blur. Co-chairs started shouting into walkie-talkies. Counselors frantically pulled their freshmen out of the room. Paramedics rushed in. Looking back, we all just assumed he just went too hard during intramurals. <laughs> Maybe he was just dehydrated or something. No one thought that it was actually as bad as it was. Can you introduce yourself? Yeah, all right. Um, my name is Evan Brandt, and I was at Lakeview the year a freshman was murdered at fish camp. five-part series, I'm going to attempt to tell the story of what happened that day in August of 2018. That day when a young man, ready to take on his first year of college, dropped dead during the university's freshman orientation program. I want to make sense of one of the most shocking and sinister things to ever happen at Texas A&M University. My name is Maria Davenport, and you're listening to Lakeview. sophomore here at A&M and I'm taking Communications 203, one of those classes that basically everyone has to take. My prof assigned us a project where we have to interview a student or faculty member at Texas A&M about something happening in the news. She doesn't want it to be something ordinary, like about their student organization or some summer mission trip. It has to be something that really mattered. She's a bit draconian in her grading and I haven't really done too well in her class, but it's the last project of the semester, and I really need a topic that could get me up to a B. She told me I could do it if I really picked a subject that demonstrated that I was being challenged by the project. I was browsing the battalion's website and found a few things. I figured a bunch of people were going to be interviewing faculty members about the difficulties of reaching the enrollment projections of 90,000, or about the scheduled demolition of Coldis. I knew I had to cover a topic that no one else would take. The idea was in the back of my head the whole time, but I was still a bit hesitant whether it was a good thing to be doing a project on. You know, perhaps it's a bit too soon, but when is too soon? Hi, Evan. Hey, come on in. Thanks for having me over for this. No problem. Happy to help. Whoa, did you make this beer pong table? Uh, no, my roommate and his last roommate made it. Pretty cool, huh? Here's Evan again. He's a sophomore, class of 2022, international studies major. A modestly sized guy with one of those haircuts where the sides are short and the top hangs over on one side. When I arrive, we step into his living room and he plops down on an old sofa. I pull up a chair. 
We're sitting in a living room no different than most apartments in College Station. It's been renovated recently and it is sparsely decorated with a few pieces of furniture. It's poorly lit, but neat. Spare a few beer cans by the TV. So then what? We're all hurried out of the cafeteria. Everyone, especially those who saw it happen, are pretty shaken up. Counselors reassured us that the paramedics had taken care of it and Jake would be fine. We believed them. Like I said, probably dehydrated or overheated. Good evening. Tragedy strikes Aguiland this week as a student is murdered at the Texas A&M University's Fish Camp, the annual orientation program for incoming freshmen. I'm here at Lakeview United Methodist Conference Center in Palestine, Texas, just around 100 miles away from Texas A&M's campus. Lakeview has been home to the university's fish camp for decades. Fish camp is an annual tradition at Texas A&M that serves to provide orientation and a welcoming environment for thousands of incoming freshmen each summer since 1956. Normally a vibrant and energetic place, today Lakeview stands empty as the last session of fish camp was canceled and everyone sent home. Authorities reported that an incoming freshman, Jacob McElroy of Round Rock, Texas, is believed to have been murdered yesterday afternoon. Witnesses say he collapsed during dinner yesterday and was rushed to nearby Palestine Regional Medical Center. McElroy was pronounced dead yesterday evening, followed by the announcement by law enforcement around noon today. As of now, authorities are telling KMGD News that an investigation is well underway and we will update you as soon as we know more. Dave and Nicole? Let me take a moment to back up and take inventory of what we know so far. Jacob McElroy was an incoming freshman to Texas A&M, class of 2022. He was a participant of Session F of Fish Camp in August of 2018. He was assigned to Camp Swift, the lime-colored group in that session. He collapsed during dinner on the third day of Fish Camp. He is immediately rushed to Palestine Regional Medical Center, where he undergoes treatment. He is pronounced dead the next morning. The coroner's report indicated high levels of a toxin known to be used in poisoning cases. Authorities are notified that he was suspected to have been murdered. No suspects have been identified and the case is ongoing. And now the things we need to know. First of all, why would someone poison a camper? It's likely he didn't even know a single other person there before he arrived. Secondly, what grudge could have possibly been so strong to want him dead? The only way I could imagine getting a chance at understanding what could have transpired that day is to interview as many people at Session F as I possibly could. Every person I interviewed added more names to the list. Evan, could you describe the atmosphere that day? Did anything seem out of place? Suspicious, even. Like I told the police, everything felt normal. We had just finished intramurals, so we were pretty energetic. Well, I guess we were a bit worn out, but everyone was, was hungry and excited for dinner. I think it was the third day? Anyway, the initial awkwardness had passed by this point, so people were pretty chatty. Most of us were seated already and beginning to eat. And that's when it happened. He just collapsed went straight down. 
There was a crash. One of the counselors whoop can't can, can I say that word? One of the counselors whooped. Everyone turned to see who had tripped. But then the air left the room. Like we were in a vacuum. Jake was limp, laying in his food. Silence. Not a sound. And then a scream. The guy was unconscious. Everything was a blur. The silence erupted into the cacophony of counselors shouting and campers asking what was happening. We were rushed out. Food still sat on the tables. When we left the cafeteria, everyone had those nervous glances, but, like, no one wanted to say anything. He just fainted. Just a bit lightheaded. We all seemed to be silently reassuring ourselves. Lights. Sirens as the ambulance arrived and took him off. The next day we were all packed up, biding time as the buses arrived. Things felt somewhat back to normal at the time. Everyone was exchanging numbers and making plans for Howdy Week. We could see the buses pulling up. We could see flashes of next session's campers, but they never slowed down. They just pulled through and left the way they came. Confusion crossed everyone's faces. Nah, it's probably just one last fish camp joke. Then came the sirens. Then the lights. Cop cars pull in where the buses should have been. At least a dozen of them. Confusion turned to panic. No one move, they shouted. Everyone back in the building, leave your belongings. I mean, it was, it was crazy. Silent glances again, just like the day before. Then, we were told what had happened. Jake had been poisoned. Poisoned? Poisoned? At fish camp? A murder? Here? Everyone was getting questioned. No one was going home. If the day before felt like a vacuum, uh, the next felt like a black hole. Like we had been stripped of not only air, but light, sound, warmth. No one was making eye contact, sobbing everywhere. I'm not sure how long the questioning took because that black hole had even warped time. All I know, it was well into the evening. Finally, we loaded the buses and headed home. No arrests were made that night. No arrests have ever been made. We just never caught the guy. It's like they were looking in all the wrong places. Texas A&M University home of a lot of traditions. But the post to which all of these traditions are tethered is a tradition of brotherhood, of camaraderie, of an undying spirit, binding Aggies across generational and social and spiritual divides. But what occurs when that aura is shattered? When someone assaults the very soul of this institution in the most detestable way imaginable, a murder in cold blood. The murder of Jake McElroy at fish camp remains a recent collective trauma, but I am making it my mission to embark upon this challenging and precarious dive into the heart of this crime and the people surrounding it to get a better picture of what could have occurred that August day, who could have committed such a heinous act of violence, and perhaps even why. There's a story here. I just need to find it. Thank you.
Lakeview is written and produced by The Mugdown, Texas A&M's finest source of news. We are on Twitter at Mugdown, Facebook at facebook.com slash Mugdown, Instagram at The Mugdown, and we publish our normal daily content at Mugdown.com. If you enjoyed episode one, please take a moment to share Lakeview with someone in your life. Drop it in a group me, a quick text, or on social media. We'd really appreciate it. Theme music was recorded by Blue Dot Sessions. For a full list of the cast, visit mugdown.com lakeview. Lakeview is a work of fiction, and any names or likenesses depicted in this show are completely coincidental.